The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Well on Richard this morning. We've also started a series of um, meetings during our Sunday morning workers training. Again, I want to encourage everyone to be a part of that. It will really be lovely and it will demonstrate our hunger and desire to God if by 7.55 a.m. we come to church and the auditorium is filled up like this about people that want to learn about money matters. It, it even does something to the anointing when God senses people are hungry. The Bible says that in the day of his power, his people shall be willing. In other words, when God's power is about to do something, and I want you to know God wants to make you rich. Can I hear a loud amen to that? God wants you rich. In fact, it's in times like this where there are economic challenges that God wants to display the riches of his glory in the lives of his people. And so that they can ask, what, what, what's, what's going on with you? What's happening to you? And you'll be able to tell them, this is God. This is God. So I believe this season, yeah, there are economic challenges in the nation. There are economic challenges all over the world. There are troubles here and there. And those things are making life difficult. But does somebody believe that our God is stronger? Ah, I can't feel you this morning. I hope you can hear me and the rain is not disturbing you. Do you believe our God is stronger? Do you believe our God is greater? Do you believe our God is wiser? Do you believe our God is higher? Hallelujah. And do you believe that in spite of the negative economic terrain, terrain God can still prosper you? If you believe that, shout aloud, hallelujah. In the day of his power, the people of God need to be willing. That means that for God's power to accomplish something in your life, you yourself must demonstrate a willingness to cooperate with God. Praise God. I mean, I sensed in the, in the discussion today, if I mentioned to Pastor Inda when she came back to us, that we need to have another common room. And I don't know if we can accommodate that into early December because there are so many things we could still discuss and I thought they touched on some very powerful things this morning. Was somebody blessed during that discussion? We need to be hearing these things. Not just the spiritual dimensions of God making us rich, which is what I focus on when I preach the word of God to you. I'm not going to come and start teaching you loans from the pulpit on Sunday morning. Or how to handle loan sharks. <laughs> they will collect my license. Dr. K will sack me. That's not what we do. But there's nothing wrong, even in the atmosphere of being in the presence of God, where practical, intelligible, scriptural things can be discussed that will help us with the spiritual things we are receiving. Everybody is one step away from a miracle, one choice away from a miracle, one decision away from a miracle, or a series of steps 
Just two, three things you can do from where you are that can turn everything around in your favor. And like people testified here, sometimes they just come to church and it's not even the pastor preaching, it may be during worship. That it just does that, I can do this. I can do this. Or in the place of prayer. And I'm sure if you think back about your life, it's coming to my mind now, some of the financial breakthroughs I've experienced. Ah, go and see this person. Maybe when you, you are not thinking about the person before. Or maybe you're in church. Just say, and that's how the Spirit of God works. That's how miracles happen. Hallelujah. Help me tap your neighbor to your left and to your right. Tell them, be willing, be willing, be willing, be willing. We are in the days of his power. Come on, tell them, we are in the days of his power. We are in the days of his power. Be willing. Praise God. So we've established that we all need to be stronger. I love the theme that we are going to be dealing with during the fast. As we wrap up, this finishing strong. We are living in dark days. We are living in difficult days. The Bible even prophesies it. And you don't want to be weaker in dark days. Because what that, what that does to you is that the enemy will take advantage of you. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name. And I'm not just talking physically. Yes, we need to be stronger physically. We really need to take care of our physical bodies. Eating well, resting well, um, exercising. Of course, different levels for different people. Be stronger physically. Be stronger mentally. I was counseling with somebody yesterday. And interestingly, this was a series of conversations I had, had with two different people. Another person came to visit, Pastor Hinda and I. And he just strayed in the conversations that a generation ago, we were talking about marriages. And we found out that our parents and our grandparents, their marriages survived certain things that these days, marriages and people in relationships seem to be struggling with. It wasn't like our parents and grandparents were more romantic. <laughs> or they are teaching about 100 steps to make marriage strong and it wasn't like their marriages were all glorious and things like that but somehow even through difficult times their marriages still stayed together now there are those that ah, they were just in a living hell and because society did not give room for divorce and separation, they stayed in the living hell. There are some extreme cases like that. But I'm talking about people that even though their marriages were not that sweet or glorious, they still had times where things were working and they stayed in the marriages. These days we are seeing a, 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 um, a higher rate of people breaking up and things like that. And part of it, part of it is the pressure that is in our generation that wasn't in theirs. We need to be stronger. Stronger. Because there are things we are facing, there are things our children are facing that we did not face. Hallelujah. And last week we, we spent time talking about the fact that if we can 
understand and realize that we have a better covenant based on better promises, it will first of all help us to be stronger. And walking in that covenant will help us to have better experiences. A better ending that God has in store for us. Things can be better for you. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. I'm telling you. Jonah in the belly of the whale. Things can be better for you. Praise God. Lazarus that has been buried four days in the grave. Your soul has already departed this world. Your body's already been decomposed. With God, with Jesus, things can be better for you. Jesus Christ the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. And we know today can be better than yesterday. We saw what he did yesterday all through scriptures. Recorded for us in the scriptures. Yesterday is as far back as Genesis 1. Because the Bible told us all the miracles. He particularly used the example of the wilderness church. The children of Israel coming out of Egypt. That's really what it means by yesterday. He wasn't just referring to the three and a half years that Jesus walked on the earth. Yesterday is Genesis 1 till our present day. Or at least till the inauguration of the new church. What we see that was done by God yesterday can be better today. And I'm saying today, the 26th of November, 2023. Hallelujah. God can do better things in your life today in the name of Jesus. Why? You have a better covenant. Established on better promises. And we said faith. Particularly we, we drilled down on this last Wednesday. Faith, the name of Jesus, faith in the name of Jesus, and the faith that comes through him makes this thing a reality for us. Hallelujah. Let's quickly look on the last word we have in this theme. Better, I'm a stronger, better, richer. Glory be to God. Proverbs 10.22, I believe, is a wonderful place to start from. Proverbs, I'm going to be very brief. I know it's, it's time. But is somebody getting blessed this morning? The blessing of the Lord makes one rich. Hallelujah. Will you declare, I am that one? I can't hear you this morning. Shout it out loud. I am that one. Glory be to God. The blessing makes one rich. And he adds no sorrow with it. The blessing, the blessing, the blessing, the blessing makes rich. And I want to believe you understand that if you are in Christ, you are blessed. Glory be to God. If you are in Christ, you are blessed. Ephesians 1 talks about that. We have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Will you declare this morning, the blessing makes me rich. The blessing makes me rich. The blessing makes me rich. Somebody declare, by the blessing, I'm becoming richer. Say it again, by the blessing, I'm becoming richer. Hallelujah. That's your portion in Jesus' name. We see the live testimony and display of this scripture in Abraham's life. I, I want to be very brief. 
to the point. Abraham's life, Genesis chapter 12, verse 2. The Bible says, Genesis 12, verse 2, God speaking to Abraham, I will make you a great nation. I will bless you. I want you to notice God is prophesying or promising Abraham. Prophesying or promising him. It wasn't like God came to Abraham and brought a bag of gold to him. Or before God spoke to Abraham, God led him to where he could find silver, gold. No. Just prophecy, words. The Lord had said to Abraham, the Bible said, I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who curse you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Words. Promises. Prophecy. And what God wants us to understand and remember this morning is that's how the blessing is activated. That's how the one major way the blessing is activated is words spoken, words declared, prophecies made, promises made by God. As long as it comes from God, it's one way to activate the blessing. God told him that in Genesis 12. Genesis 13 verse 2 we read, Abraham was very rich. Hallelujah. In silver and in gold. That the blessing makes one rich. Genesis 12, it was prophesied, it was spoken, it was declared to him. I will bless you. Genesis 13, he was very rich. Hallelujah. That's it. That's Proverbs 10, 22 live in display. Praise God. Very rich in livestock, in silver and in gold. I know you may not be interested in livestock, but can you declare, I am very rich in silver and in gold. I'm not sure I want that livestock. I can't handle cattle where I am now. If I was a villager, we include livestock. <laughs> Praise God. But I engage with the spirit of the prophecy. Somebody declare with me, I'm very rich because of the blessing in silver and in gold. Can you sound like you are convinced this morning? I am very rich in silver and in gold because of the blessing. Hallelujah. In fact, please listen very carefully. One of the things, remember we said we have a better covenant based on better promises. The Bible reveals to us that this is one of the major assignments or missions of the covenant we have in Christ Jesus. Clearly stated. It's like what John 10.10 10 says. The thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I am come. This is my mission. He did not say I am come to get you born again so you can get to heaven. We know he came so that we can get born again and get to heaven. That's obviously one of his missions. But he said, I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly to the full till it overflows. 
So he's letting us see my mission in your life, my assignment in your life, my purpose in your life, the reason why I'm bringing you into covenant, this better covenant based on better promises is because I want you to enjoy your life. John 10, 10 says that. 2 Corinthians 9, 8 says he wants, 8, 9, sorry, says he wants us to be rich. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, you know the grace or the blessing of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich, yet for your sakes, let me hear somebody shout for my sake. I can't hear you. You know, he said the blessing make, that New King James makes one. I want you to speak over your life this morning. Say, for my sake. For my sake. For my sake. For your sake. He became poor. So that you can go to heaven. That's not what he says here. And we can find scriptures that he wants us to go to heaven and spend eternity. So that you can be healed. That's not what he says here. So that you can have a lovely marriage. That's not what it says here. That you, through his poverty, might become rich. And I guess there's a universe where you can say, being rich is going to heaven. Being rich is being healthy. Of course, they say health is wealth. Being rich is, is having a happy marriage. Being, and that is true. But being rich also involves having finances. And Genesis 13, 2 did not say Abraham was rich maritally. Hello? We are looking at Abraham's example as our template this morning. I love it. The Bible says that um, we are heirs of Abraham. We are the seed of Abraham. And the blessing of Abraham is available to us today. This Abraham was rich in his health. He said he was rich in three things emphasis focus particular achieved by the blessing livestock silver and gold very rich he didn't even say it was rich very rich let me hear you shout again that is me that is me that is me so the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ which you are a beneficiary of or the blessing of our Lord Jesus Christ makes you rich. Hallelujah. And that's God's will for us. Particularly at a time like this. Praise God. Look at this scripture with me again this morning. And I want you to catch this because this is our focus this morning. I already mentioned this earlier, but this scripture establishes this. Galatians 4.28. Please put it up on the wall for us. I said something a moment ago. I want to say it again. Like God did for Abraham in Genesis 12. One way to walk in or activate this blessing that makes you rich in livestock, silver, and gold is by prophecy. Prophecy or promise. That's one scriptural way God accomplishes what he wants to accomplish in our lives. So Galatians 4.28, 
In fact, let, let's read Isaiah 55 because I think that scripture also establishes that. Please open Isaiah 55 for us. So shall my word be that goes. I want us to read. I don't want to just quote it. We'll come back to Galatians 4. Glory be to God. Somebody say, I'm a child of prophecy. I can't hear you. Say, I'm a child of prophecy. I have the promises of God. They are mine personally. Hallelujah. Verse 11, Isaiah 55. So shall my word be. So shall my promises be. So shall my prophecy be. When I tell you I will make you great, that is how it's going to happen. I will bless you. The blessing makes rich. I will bless you. It will be like I said. So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void. Hallelujah. I love that testimony someone sent in today. I mean, I think it should encourage us. She wasn't even in the physical, in the service physically. She was joining online. And I remember when God was in the workers meeting we had, when God was talking to us about, look, it's so important we come together. The book of Acts, that, that was the template God showed us. How they came together and told God, Lord, behold, there are threats. We have threats against us. They don't want us to preach the gospel anymore. They are threatening our lives. Behold, they are threats. They came together in the book of Acts. Stretch forth your hand to heal. Let signs and wonders be done in the name of Jesus. And God told us, reminded us about the part where Moses came to God and said, God, the, the, the burden is too much for me. I can't lead. God said, gather 70 elders to the tabernacle. I will take off the spirit upon you and I will put it upon them. The Bible said there were two elders that didn't come for the meeting. They were in the camp. He didn't tell us why they didn't come. But as God was anointing those that were at the temple door, he also anointed those in the camp. And they started prophesying. She was in the car. She said she was joining online. And she received her healing. So shall my word be. It shall not return to me void. Hallelujah. It shall accomplish what I please. It shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. That's how God's word works. That's how the blessing that makes one rich work. It works by prophecy. By the word of God spoken. He sent his word and he healed them. Sent his word. So Galatians 4.28 says, Like Isaac... Like Isaac, we are children of promise. Like Isaac, we are children of promise. We are children of prophecy. What did he mean like Isaac, we are children of prophecy? God prophesied Isaac to Abraham and Sarah. He came to their tent according to the time of life. By this time, Sarah will be with a child. It was a promise. It was just like Genesis 12. That's how Isaac came. Glory be to God. That's how the silver, the gold, and the livestock that made Abraham very rich came. Promise. Now, that does not mean we will not do natural things. Hello, somebody. 
We are not talking about that, no. That's why we have conversations like what we are doing in the common room, like the training we are having in our workers' meetings. No, we are not denying that. But I want someone to remember this day that there's a promise of God over your life to make you rich. Glory be to God. And to remove every sorrow from you. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. Hallelujah. The blessing is activated by promise or prophecy. In fact, I want us to look at two prophecies here. And I want to close with that. And I want someone to receive. Somebody shout, I receive. I receive. See, when Paul said, we are like Isaac, God has spoken prophecy concerning us. And we can find them in the word. Remember when Jesus came, the Bible said in Luke chapter 4, after he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, the Bible said he came to the temple and he opened to Isaiah 61. And he read from the scripture. See, it was prophecy. Prophecy. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me. Hallelujah. Go with me to Deuteronomy chapter 33. And I'm beginning to close right now. Deuteronomy 33, Moses was prophesying over the tribes. And I love what Moses was doing here because we're going to read the other part of this prophecy. Moses was repeating exactly what Jacob did to his 12 sons in Genesis chapter 49. We're going to go back there. But he was now saying it as the Spirit of God was leading him. This is hundreds of years later. When Jacob first prophesied over the children, spoke the blessing, declared promises from God over them, and this is as far back as Genesis 1. This is how God created man. Let us make man in our image and our likeness. And let them have dominion. And the Bible said that's how God blessed them. By speaking his word. So Moses was doing the same thing. But now, Moses was not speaking it over the individual children like Jacob did in Genesis 49. Moses was declaring it over the tribes. When Jacob declared, and we're going to go back. I want, God told me, go back to those prophecies. And we won't have time to read everything. I'm just picking the ones that look like riches. Who is interested in riches here? <laughs> Hello? Who likes that Genesis 13 2 testimony of Abraham? Talk to me, somebody. If you're not interested, maybe you can leave. But are you still interested? Yeah. But they, they, were, they were just prophesying. Hallelujah. Praise God. Deuteronomy chapter 33, just three verses here. Let's read from verse 23. Three verses. Oh, Naphtali. And those of you that have been in church for a while, you know, we always tell you, put your name here. Because do you now belong to the tribe? Praise God. 
Again, you will see that Genesis, Deuteronomy 33 is exactly the same as Genesis 49. We're going to see Genesis 49. There are some things in that Genesis 49 that God said somebody should contend for this morning. Oh, Naphtali, satisfied with favor. Again, somebody put your name there. Oh, Tunde, come on. Satisfied with favor. Full of the blessing. Will you declare, I'm satisfied with favor. Full of the blessing. Hallelujah. Now listen, full of the blessing of the Lord. Possess the west and the south. He said that over the tribe. Naphtali. Verse 24, he said this over the tribe, Asher. And he said of Asher, Asher is most blessed of sons. Glory be to God. Let him be favored by his brothers. Glory to God. And let him dip his foot in oil. Let somebody declare, I'm dipping my foot in oil. I'm dipping my foot in oil. Just paint that picture. And I know it's not physical oil. You understand the metaphor he's saying here. Glory be to God. It's a picture of God making you rich. Let him dip his foot in oil. Glory be to God. Verse 25. I love this. Your sanders shall be iron and bronze. Glory be to God. And your days, oh sorry, as your days, so shall be your strength. Hallelujah. Your sanders shall be iron and you are not going to be a weakling. Hallelujah. Not only are you going to be blessed, not only are you going to be rich, you will be strong. Glory be to God. As your days, so shall your strength be. Let me hear you shout this morning. I'm going stronger and stronger. The blessing. Praise God. He was blessing them. And Apostle Paul said, that is how we are in the new covenant. We are children of prophecy. Children of promise. And thank God those promises and prophecies are coming to pass in our lives this season. Praise God. So I want you to understand that this is your promise. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. This is your prophecy. Glory be to God. Somebody say, I'm satisfied with favor. I'm full of the blessing. I'm possessing my possession to the west, to the south, to the north, to the east. I'm most blessed among sons. I'm favored by my brethren. Someone is sounding tired already. Say, I'm dipping my foot in oil. My sandals are made of iron and bronze. As my days, so shall my strength be. I'm getting stronger. I'm getting better. I'm getting richer. Hallelujah. Genesis 49. This is my main focus this morning. Genesis chapter 49. And this was Jacob blessing the children. Now remember, these were now individuals. They had not grown to be tribes here. And we can read all he said about the twelve. And for the most part, he blessed them. But I want to read this over us this morning and I want us to pray and believe God for them as we come to the end of this year. Hallelujah. Let me hear somebody declare I'm a child of promise. 
I'm a child of prophecy. Like my father Abraham. I can't hear you this morning. Say like my father Abraham. The promises spoken over my life are making me rich in silver and gold. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Look at what Jacob said over Joseph. This is what I want us to believe God for this morning. Prophecy. Following this principle. Joseph, verse 22. Genesis 49, verse 22. Joseph, and I want you to see yourself. You mention your name again. Say, Tunde is a fruitful bow. Joseph is a fruitful bow. A fruitful bow by the well. His branches run over the wall. Hallelujah. The archers have bitterly grieved him, shot at him and hated him. But his bow remained in strength. Glory be to God. His bow remained in strength. He was referring to all that Joseph went through in, in his life. And he said there's something he, he noticed about Joseph and he was now prophesying this into his future. He will be a man of strength. Somebody say, I'm a man of strength. Look, things may not happen the way you want it to happen in your life. Hear me and hear me very well. And please pay attention to your promise and your prophecy. Things may not happen the way you. Nobody expects their brothers to sell them into slavery. But when life shoots those kind of arrows against you, the real question is, are you going to be a man or a woman of strength or are you going to cave in and quit? And the lesson from Joseph is that even though all these things happened to him, he was a man of strength. And they are now prophesying it into his future again. More importantly, prophesying it into the future of his children and his generation. Whom you and, I, you and I are today. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? Glory be to God. His bow remained in strength. And his arms. And the arms of his hands were made strong. Can you declare the arms of my hand are made strong? No matter what I face in life. Come on, somebody declare it. My arms are made strong. I am strong. I am strengthened. Even by the challenges I face in life. Am I talking to somebody this morning? Hallelujah. The arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. Hallelujah. God is your strength. Somebody hear me this morning. God is your strength. Glory be to God. From there is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. So, Jacob was declaring, God is my shepherd, God is my stone, and God is also my strength, and is the one that is going to make you strong. Just is the one that has made you strong, he will make you strong. Verse 25. Somebody hear this word over your life this morning. By the God of your father, glory be to God, who will help you, and by the Almighty who will bless you with blessings of heaven above, 
blessings of the deep that lies beneath, blessings of the breast and of the womb, the blessings of your father has excelled the blessings of my ancestors. Hallelujah. What a prophecy. You know, this is very interesting, particularly a day like this, that we are marking the 26th anniversary of this ministry and this commission. The blessings of your father, what is working for you in your life, it will exceed the blessings of my ancestors that worked for me. That's what Jacob was prophesying over Joseph. In other words, you will be stronger than your fathers. You will be better than your fathers. You will be richer than your fathers. And if there was one son that demonstrated that out of all the children of Jacob, it was Joseph. Where his ancestors did not go, he got there. Can I prophesy over somebody this morning? Where your spiritual fathers have not gone, you will get there. Where your natural fathers have not gone, you will get there. Where mentors in your career, in your field have not been, you will get there. That is your prophecy. That is your promise. That is the word God has sent over you that must not return void. Can somebody shout a loud amen? amen. Hallelujah. Now understand what I'm saying to you this morning. Understand what God is telling us. All Jacob was doing here, which is the same thing Moses repeated in Genesis, I mean in, in Deuteronomy, was activating the blessing. Activating the blessing. And that will be your testimony this season. Hallelujah. Verse 26. Please read with me. We have just a few more verses to go. The blessing of your father have excelled the blessing of my ancestors up to the utmost bound of the everlasting hills. There shall be on the head of Tunde, somebody speak that over your life, there shall be, go ahead, hallelujah, there shall be on the head of Tunde and on the crown of the head of him who was separate from his brothers. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want to encourage somebody. Please look at me this morning. You are not an ordinary person. Hallelujah. You are not an ordinary person. There's a promise or a blessing or a grace over your life. That God has sent to make you rich. Hallelujah. And as we pray this morning. And I'm going to prophesy all these scriptures I read over you as we begin to pray this morning. I decree that blessing is activated afresh over you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You are a child of promise. Somebody say I'm a child of promise. Say I'm a child of promise. I'm a child of prophecy. And just like, hear me, just like God spoke over, over Abraham. And one chapter after he became very rich, according to what God said. As we decree the word of God over you today, 
in the presence of God by this time tomorrow there will be a testimony over your life in the name of Jesus by this time next week you will have a new story to tell before the end of this year there will be an amazing breakthrough in your life in the name of Jesus the blessing is activated by prophecy hallelujah I will bless you I will make of you a great nation and by the next chapter Abraham was very rich in livestock in silver and in gold somebody say that's my story in the name of Jesus rise up on your feet this morning we have limited time the preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword everywhere Nigeria we are located at Kingsword auditorium Etel Avenue behind NNPC filling station first bank bus stop off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email KMI Africa at Kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 00 640.